Yo, hello? Hello, hello. Yo, my bad for the technical difficulty, bro. My bad, my bad. That could have been on me. I have no idea what that was. Yo, I, yo, it was like such a random thing because I heard you talking, right? And then I just started hearing like my GTA audio. <laughs> like it's connected to my phone. I don't know how I was hearing the Grand Theft Auto audio out of nowhere. What? That's crazy. It's coming out of my remote too. So I'm just have it paused because I don't want to hear that. Oh, okay, okay. Wow, that's this is random. What the hell? I, I don't even know how that that's never happened before. All right. Um, <laughs> Hey guys, so I'm just gonna start the podcast right now. This is my friend Noah. And like the first time I ever had lunch in high school, this guy was like <laughs> adjacent to the table in front of me. Like we were in the same table and we were conversating. And wow, it's been like four years since that day, bro. Yeah, we reunited. That was crazy. <laughs> it's been a long journey, bro. But before we get into that, like, how was your day? It was pretty crazy. I wrote an essay in the morning, and then I had to babysit my sisters, and then I got invited to go on a hike. I did that. It was pretty sore. I came back. I did my normal workout routine, and I had to make it in time for the podcast. Couldn't make hey, it that. Had, you cannot two miss weeks. <laughs> a two-week delay. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. I saw, I saw Kayla's Instagram pros. It was the, the May the Forest Be With You. Yeah, yeah, that's what it was. Yeah, Neither of yeah. us are like crazy about Star Wars, but you know we gotta pay homage to to this December. Yeah, you gotta pay homage, dude. I like how you were completely unaware that there was a Star Wars movie coming out. I had no idea, <laughs> <laughs> bro. Like, why do you think I've been like completely obsessed with it like recently? I actually just thought you were fanatic for Star Wars. I mean, like, I'm still not convinced, but I mean. Yeah, it makes more sense now. I mean, yeah, I am definitely a fanatic for Star Wars, bro. Like, even in our presentation, I feel like on Friday, I just had to throw in Yoda. Spoiler alert. But, yeah, I had to throw in my homie Yoda's son, you know? Oh, yeah, definitely. It's a little cutie pie right there. Dude, in the second episode, he looks so cute. Anyway, you have my Disney Plus, right? Why haven't you seen it, bro? You just haven't gotten I time? have been... Well, college apps, which I am Yo, almost done with actually, and then real. I had to write the essay <laughs> that I did this morning. Wait, what was the what was the essay for? Was it college related? Uh, it was for psychology. I had to write a three page essay on conformity and stuff. It was boring. Most of it was just BS, but it's out there. Ah, the homie Fritch. No, but, no, no, uh, actually, after school, Fritch is oh. Fritch is just my gov teacher. That's what he is. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Oh my god. Uh so how did the Noah how did like the, the username Snowa come about? It's like on your on your PSN too and your Instagram. Um when I was a kid I used to be obsessed with uh two things. Um the backyardigans and snow. So two things I always wanted were to go to the snow and have uh have a middle name and I wanted my middle name to be Austin after like pig in the backyardigans or something. Yeah, yeah. Wait, didn't you yeah, tell me but... your your first name was gonna be Austin? It was gonna be either Austin or Valentino, I think one of the two. And then my mom was like, "Nope, it's gonna be Noah." Noah, Snow, Noah. Yes. At sure. first, Whoa, what I just got paid ten million dollars, or is that one million? That's oh, that's <laughs> one million dollars, okay, dude. That's GTA. like, dude, that's like the third time you've messed up, like. Your millions, bro. I remember when I was showing you the the team trees count. You're like, no way, they hit a billion. I'm like, oh, bro, I wish. Dude, when there's six zeros, like, what? I don't know. It's just a ton of zeros. 
Yeah, there's a ton of zeros. Yeah, get confused too. But do you like? I can't. It's hard to fathom how much a billion is. Like, I think yeah. there's this one statistic. It's like to count to a million, it would take you like 13 days. But then to count to a billion, it would take you like 11 years or something. I don't know. My numbers could be way off. There yeah, were seven like billion people. You know, I actually, I'm, <laughs> I'm not great with numbers. I mean, like, I'm okay at math, but sometimes they're just like, oh my goodness. I thought for a day, I don't, I don't know why, but I was like, yeah, there's seven trillion people in the world. I don't know what I was thinking. There's seven billion. <laughs> seven, <laughs> seven trillion. Yo, if there were seven trillion, we would be tr- truly screwed, bro. Or just so, one oh big my party. god, one big party, this guy. I can't even fathom seven trillion, bro. It's like, like seeing India. It's just so like, like I don't know. It's just so like. Well, I I just lost my wording there. What's the word? There's a bunch of people. Crowded. <laughs> uh no, not a little more SAT type than crowded. But yeah, it's super, super, super crowded. <laughs> what you say? A little more SAT type. Yeah, like I don't know what the word is, bro. Like congested, convoluted. I don't know, bro. Convoluted, like, I like that. We'll just, we'll just use convoluted. We'll just yeah, it's like really convoluted. You just feel claustrophobic sometimes, bro. So many, so many people, a billion people. Oh, oh what's up, God, dude? Bro. We're talking about demographics now. How was your day? What would you do today? Oh, you know, I was just chilling. I. This is a funny story. This morning, like. uh I, I I got some money, right? I had like forty dollars and right. I was like, Okay, I don't like having this much cash on me anymore, so let's just let's just go to the bank to like deposit it, right? right. So it was like it was like two PM or something. And I was like, Alright, I'm just gonna walk to the bank, which is like a like a fifteen minute walk and I was like, Alright, I'm just gonna deposit the money. And then I walk for about fifteen minutes. And then I realized that the bank closes at 12 on Saturdays, or my specific one does. So I literally just walked for no reason. And then I was like, oh, I have an idea. I'll just do it through an ATM, like GTA. And (laughs) I realized that my specific bank or, like, credit union, you cannot, like, deposit through an ATM. I don't know if that's true for other, uh, like, banks. Yeah, I can only withdraw. Actually, it's kind of weird, well, right? Yeah. yeah, that's weird. I don't, I, I haven't had that. Well, huh. yeah, I know it's it's just a weird thing. So now I just have forty bucks on me that I don't want in in like cash. I don't know. I'm not a cash <laughs> You're guy. Not anymore. used to it. Oh, what no, I, card? I, I, wow. I, yeah, I'd rather use a card, but I don't know why. I just like it's so much money you could like lose it or something. And like I'm like the type of guy where like if I have money in my pocket. Like, it just, like, I just spend it for no reason sometimes. I'm just like, hmm, food? All right, let's get it. Oh, Star Wars? I do that, right, too. I have them. But yeah. Yeah, this might seem kind of, like, like elderly of me. But elderly. I kind of don't like having that footprint of what I spend, like, uh, on, on the bank. So I like using, like, cash because you can't track what I spend in, like, paper. So oh, dude, I just I'm the like, opposite. Yeah. I'm like the. I want to know exactly where my money goes and when, where and when I spend it, bro. I'm like that type of guy. Oof. Yeah. Yeah. So, bro, like, yeah, four years, bro. Like, how was how was your whole high high school experience? Oh, to be honest, freshman year was 
kind of bad. Um, like, I guess I was just really insecure. Okay, this is going to get really deep. Um, but, okay. But yeah, middle school, I didn't realize this in middle school because, you know, I was just having fun being in middle school. I didn't care about anything. Yeah. But when I switched to high school, when I saw all these other people that, like taking crazy classes, doing crazy stuff, I realized that I had no goal in my life. I, like, didn't have any plan where I was going. I didn't even know, like, who I was. I didn't know what I valued personally. And, like, I believe, yeah, the the thing that drives everybody in life is just what you value. You're always going to act by what you value. I didn't have any values. Like, I got pretty insecure. Um, I was that type of person that just wanted to get home as soon as possible to waste time, go on YouTube, do homework at, like, 10 o'clock at night, and then wake up as late as possible. Um, oh. So that kind of screwed me up a bit. Yeah, and then uh, sophomore year, I actually I had a teacher, Miss Alva, at Bravo, and I got really into Yo, philosophy. Yo, Miss yeah, Alva. Yeah, Miss Alva. Yeah. Shout and then, out, Miss uh, Alva. Yeah, so she got me really into philosophy. I loved philosophy. That made me think about life. And then uh, I started moving on. Junior year, I started working out. Uh, actually, what helped me too was I went to France um, by myself that summer after sophomore year so being independent uh, starting to work out that really changed me shaped me up and uh, that's my that's just in a nutshell my high school story but I also interestingly a lot of people don't know this I um I I'm not diagnosed with OCD or anything and I never was and right now I think I'm completely like okay but in a uh, freshman year in the middle school I would do some like really weird things like the like OCD is misunderstood a lot some people think yeah. it's like, oh, when things aren't organized properly, but I would do like, I would turn on and off the light switch. It would always be four times or at least increments Whoa. of four. Yeah. Or else okay. I would feel like I'm going to like, or something bad is going to happen the next day. <laughs> what? Or, like, I, yeah, it was crazy. Before. And then, okay. um, it's, yeah, it's just a ritual, like obsessive compulsive di- disorder. I had to do it. I mean, I, I'm not diagnosed with it. I just did stuff like that. Um, if there was a person that I walked past in a public place and they walked past my left shoulder and I didn't feel comfortable, I did this like once or twice. I would walk back and walk around the person again to go on the <laughs> other side. No way. Yeah, it was crazy. I, uh, I did that a few times. There, but there's a bunch of stuff that screwed me up too, but then I just decided, you know, this is stupid. I'm just going to stop cold turkey and it's been better ever since. And then stop uh, my senior year. It was really junior year, but I met, uh, Shout out to my girlfriend Kayla, and my life has been like pretty great ever since. Dude, that's I remember. Um, it was after Hall of Horrors. Uh, you and I were just waiting for our parents, and we were just like outside Starbucks. And you told me the story of like how you how you met uh, Kayla, and dude, that was honestly pretty cute, bro. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> yeah, it was just uh, shout out to Mr. Sarte now. Um, first period is class. We really didn't do anything in that class, so I had just an hour to talk to her. Really, second semester is when it started. Um, and uh, just getting to know her an hour a day, one day at a time. It just she. I realized how awesome she was, how amazing. She was, she's really pretty. Um, and uh, I was maybe halfway through the semester, I realized, wow, I think I, think I like this woman. And then... Uh, <laughs> Yeah, and then it was it was all the way summer break. That's when I really we went. It wasn't a date. We went out, and there was uh, another friend there, and uh, I was gonna ask her out the next time I saw her. So that day we had gone to an arcade. We tried to win a, a teddy bear. We couldn't. So after she left, I went back. I won that teddy bear. I was gonna be like, all right, I'm gonna hold on to this. I'm gonna ask her out with it. 
And then that night, just my luck, she uh, <laughs> she didn't run away anymore. So she was like, Noah, do you like me? Um, and I was like, yeah, I was, I was like, I, I really, I had this teddy bear. There's so much work that went into it. I just, I want to wait a little bit. I want to tell her in person. So senior portraits were coming up. I said, can I tell you on Wednesday? But I didn't want to make it. I didn't want to be mean. So I was like, oh, I, I think you'll be happy with my answer. But I'll wait till Wednesday. Uh, Wednesday, I saw her. I could not bring the teddy bear because um, her parents would have then found out about me. So I didn't even bring the teddy bear. But Damn. I, uh, <laughs> yeah, I asked her out in, uh, in French, actually. So I said it. You asked like, her out in French? I did, and then the reason I did it is because she was like, wait, what does that mean? And then I was like, oh, oh. that's what it means. Yeah, and then uh, she said, yeah. And then about two months after that, um, I mean, kind of unorthodox how things happened, but then I asked her to be my girlfriend. She said, yeah, uh, maybe pretty lucky. And then her, her parents found out about me, and they're really cool. And now it's, it's going pretty smoothly. Dude, I'm honestly, like, so happy for you guys. Uh, sometimes whenever I see you, I just want to be, like, the third wheel, bro. You guys are, like, my parents, low-key. <laughs> well, like, we actually, we, we're talking about you now, and then we're like, she's like, how's Zardo? And I'm like, oh, he's pretty good. This is what we did in theater, this and that. Zardo, dude, the origin story for Zardo is actually kind of funny, bro. So uh, this, is what hap- this is why uh, Noah's girlfriend, uh, Kayla, calls me Zardo. Is because uh, Noah has this club in school called uh, Politiclash, and I was pretty interested by it. I remember you telling me about it in theater class, so I was like, you know what? All right, I'll check it out. And then uh, on my sign-up sheet, you know, I write my name normally, uh, and then like a few days later, I uh, like I see a picture and like I see people like her calling me Zardo and stuff, and I was like, are are you like referring to me? And then I, I look at the paper, all right? I look at it, and I, I ask you about it, and it says Zardo Soed on it, bro. <laughs> like, that's that's honestly, like, been the worst spelling and worst pronunciation of my name ever, dude. Like, I'm, like, baffled on how... And, like, okay, we, we reviewed the handwriting, the original piece of handwriting, and I don't think it was that bad, honestly. The Zardo was there, the Soed, that was kind of a stretch, but I did see Zardo, but she, she honestly thought your name was Zardo, <laughs> and uh, I, I just thought it was pretty funny. I didn't know who she was talking about either at first, but yeah, it stuck. Yep, it stuck. I am now Zardo, but there's like, I'm not even going to escape it anymore, bro. All right, this is a question I always ask, like, the Bravo podcast guests. Um, who, uh, who's your favorite teacher, like, in your whole high school experience? Oof, okay, let's see. Nobody freshman year, uh, <laughs> sophomore year, we'll, we'll just we'll say Miss Alba is a candidate. Let's see, junior year. Yo, for real, Miss Alba is a candidate. Yeah, she's up there. We got uh, Miss Grisel Diaz. I had her for AP seminar. And then we got Miss Mendoza. I got to say between the three, it's uh, probably... Yeah, I'm going to say Miss Alva is my favorite teacher, but my favorite class was AP Seminar with Miss Diaz. So there's some wiggle room there. All right. All right. Yeah, that, I, that's a very acceptable answer. Miss uh, Miss Alva, dude, like, she she was a good, like, motivator. And, like, she – you know how, like, uh, there's, this, there's this gripe with teachers these days that, like, they don't really teach anything valuable that we'll use in the future? 
what Miss Alba taught in her class, like I'm gonna remember that for a while. Like like buying a car and like buying a house and like how to pay for like college education, like things that genuinely matter. Like uh like I'm just gonna remember that forever. That was a very meaningful class and like I think um I think yeah, she she she's definitely one of my, one of the candidates for my favorite teachers, man, for sure. Oh, yeah, and I know before the podcast we were talking about the world being small and uh I got to say Miss Alva actually used to work with my mom back at Whoa. Roosevelt. And then uh Miss uh Miss Mendoza, the AP stats teacher, she is my cross the street neighbor and um Miss Philopa and Miss Philopa lives up the street from my house. So. Yeah. What do you like? See them often? I actually have never seen Miss Palopa. I just know she lives up the street because we will, we'll like talk about neighborhood stuff. But I have no idea. Like I could not pinpoint her house, but like I know more or less where she lives. But I, I crazy. I haven't seen her. Um, but Miss Mendoza, I've known her since before I went to Bravo. Wait. So like, how did the whole like? Um... Uh, Miss Alva to your mom, like, connection, like, come up, like, how'd you know, like, how did your mom or you know that, like, they were connected somehow? Well, my mom used to be a biology teacher at Roosevelt, Roosevelt High. Okay. Uh, Miss Alva used to be an English teacher there, and they were, like, they were both, like, pathway heads or something, and then, so they would collaborate, and then, um, when I went to Bravo, I think, okay, so Miss Alva was running for, like, Board of Education or something for LUSD. So okay. my mom, one time she showed me a picture. She was like, oh, look at this person. She works with me. And then uh, freshman year, Miss Alva's first year, I would see her walking around and be like, she looked familiar. And then when I, I didn't make, nothing happened freshman year. I didn't even tell my mom. But then sophomore year, I was in Miss Alva's class. Um, and then <laughs> that's actually when I found out her name was Lisa Alva. And then I was like, oh, is, is this her? And my mom was like, yeah. And then Randomly, uh, it was like the first day of school. Miss Alva did this exercise where you would walk around the class, find someone new, talk to them. Uh, me and Miss Alva got paired that. up. Yeah, uh, we Miss Alva and I got paired up, and I was like, "Hey, my name is Noah. I think you used to work with my mom." And she was like, "Whoa, hold on." Wow. <laughs> yeah, it's a lot of information to drop on someone. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> wow. Hi, my name is Noah, and you used to work with my mom. <laughs> All right. all right wow yeah that is a lot of information to drop on someone so wait what was her reaction she was uh well <laughs> anyone that knows herself and knows that she's a pretty interesting person like it's fun to talk to her i think she was Honestly, just like bro. yeah i think she was just like oh wow really and then i think she just said that and then just like looked at me and then um then i was like oh uh i, I elaborated a little more but miss alva she's just she's awesome if you get the chance to talk to her like it's pretty cool yeah and i dude i haven't uh i've seen her around but i haven't talked to her in a while dude she's she's like the homie bro (laughs) yeah mr fletch and miss alva the homies the homies bro the homies hey uh, all right so now i gotta i gotta ask you the flip side of that question who's your least favorite teacher you don't have to like specify too much if you don't want to to like call Let's someone see. out, but like you have anyone in mind? Okay, well, I uh, a teacher I did not like. Let's see. You know, Me and I'd Alan probably were, were easily, pretty vocal. I'd probably easily say like Mr. Escobar just because I hated PE freshman year, but even though Mr. Oh. Escobar was, he was pretty cool. But no, no, it's not him. I you gotta say, um, up. <laughs> okay. 
that's true. No, I gotta say, um, maybe I don't know. For some reason, I just have this thing against uh, Mr. Lozano. Um, Thanos. Like <laughs> I, I I thought that too, but I didn't think anyone else thought that. Um, Dude, the first time I saw him, I'm like, bro, that he looks like Josh Brolin, but like more Hispanic. <laughs> Dude, yeah, I like... with the. Oh no! Okay, okay, with him, I actually also thought. Um, I don't know if you're into like DC and Superman, but there is this this one villain in Superman, like that bald guy. I don't know who it was. He was the also the main from... guy, bro. <laughs> yeah, like I thought. What was it actually? I can't remember. It, it, it might has have been. To be, right? I also thought... That's that's the most iconic bald guy. Okay, well then it probably was him. Yeah, well he had like some weird stubbly beard. I also thought Zano looked like him, Fun but Zano with him. Yeah, probably. With, with him, it was just uh, I didn't like the way he taught. And that's it. The taught, yeah, I've I've heard I've heard that too. But fun fact, I had both on screen Lex Luthers, except Kevin Spacey. Whoa! Uh, but you know, uh, uh, ex- I probably should not meet him because <laughs> you know, I would. Uh, that's pretty predatory, if you, if you know what I mean. Yeah, you got you. That that would not end up well for me if I met Kevin Spacey. You know, it's not the not the greatest combination ever. Sixteen-year-old uh, kid and Kevin Spacey. <laughs> I've actually never met a celebrity in person, but I did. Okay, one time I went to Santa Monica Beach. Uh, I went with my parents and my brother. My brother was going to meet some friends over there. Um, so I was sitting okay. down with my parents. Uh, my brother, um, no, no, my brother's friend came to like get something, and I was like, "Hey, I'll go with you guys." Because my brother's friends. Yes, at that time they didn't really like me that much. I was like, "They're high school kids that care to talk to me," but you know, I was still going to go over to them. I didn't care. Um, on the yeah. way there, uh, we saw somebody that looked very hipsterish. You know, black jeans, like oversized white sweater. Okay. Yeah, and then we we're like, hold on a second, is that Justin Bieber? And we, uh, we saw, yeah, we saw Justin Bieber on the beach. Like he had two bodyguards with him. He had some girl and some like little kid too. But I guarantee you it was Justin Bieber. Um, and like we didn't approach him or anything because like I, he had two bodyguards. He, he's not the type of person that you want to approach in public anyway. Like, but yeah, um, yo, you just reminded yeah. me, bro. All right, wait, keep going, keep going. Oh, and then we just went to my uh, brother's friends. We told them they didn't believe us. Still didn't believe us till this day. He was there. And <laughs> that, that's really it. Okay. So you just tripped me out. Okay. So I'm going to tell you my side of the story. I remember when Pokemon Go was like at its peak in like summer 16, right? So mm-hmm. I was in Venice Beach. And I was just because like that was like a hot spot for Pokemon Go players because there was just like a bunch of Pokemon there. So I was just playing, you know, and then there I just see like a huge crowd of people and I'm just like, oh, probably some really good Pokemon there. So I go there, right? And then right. and then there's a bunch of bodyguards. I, I think I have picture proof of this, but there was like a bunch of bodyguards there and I'm just like, wait, what is happening, dude? And then I look up and it's and it's Justin Bieber. <laughs> it's actually oh, wow. Justin Bieber. Yeah, I, dude. Okay, no, I'm pretty sure I have picture a picture of this. We obviously didn't take a picture together, but I took a picture of him from that day. And yeah, it was weird. <laughs> it was Justin Bieber. Wow, that. Oh, I did not know that about you. But yeah, just random like L.A. That's celebrity cool. meetings are just I. I've had a few like. Well, that's I think when like it's been. 
I was just gonna say, I think when like foreigners Wait, think of, I, I think when like people from other countries think of LA, they think like, oh, they're you know, just awesome celebrities everywhere you meet them, like everywhere you go. It's not that glorious. Yeah. I mean, like you see them, never really like meet them. I guess they're just kind of there, but that that's pretty cool. That, I mean, just me. Yeah, is, like is out there. It just I don't know. That's just LA, man. It just randomly happens in like the most there. I mean, there are some hot spots around Los Angeles where you are like pretty much guaranteed to see a celebrity. And like I don't know, it, it's weird. LA is just super, super weird because like a lot of people are trying to make it in like acting and like music and stuff, <clears throat> comedy, and like uh, you just you just meet people everywhere, you know. I always thought of you as like an actor type of guy, like a theater play kind of guy. You know, know people why. tell me that actually. I don't know why either, because I mean, like anybody that knows me knows that like. I guess at first I can be shy and like I'm pretty reserved when it comes to most things because I just I don't like to like I, I don't really like gossiping I don't really like talking about things that are use, useless but um mm-hmm. I have never really thought about myself as like theater I've in the past I've really considered like going into directing producing screenwriting but acting has never really been something I've considered I mean it, it, it sounds fun I mean I mean it is pretty fun being in theater um yeah. I don't know though it's just I don't really see it. Yo, I just realized you can't act for our like ten minute play festival, huh? Because you're the lead writer, or can you? I forgot the the. I think I can audition, but I have the power not to. Um, Wait, so but, what are you choosing? I don't know. I feel like it'd be fun, but I'm not trying to memorize like pages of lines, so I'm probably gonna get go for a small role if I audition. <laughs> but we'll, we'll yeah. see. Because you just have, like, that leading man, like, type of role. Like, uh, the Oedipus play, uh, you did pretty good. I'm not going to lie. Well, you, like... I'm curious. When you met me, or randomly, do you ever think, like, I have an accent? Because I know I have a pretty, like, thick way of speaking. Like, kind of mumbly sometimes. Yeah. Um, did, did you ever, like, think I had an accent? Because, well, I'll tell you why after. But just, did you ever think it? Uh... You just, uh, I wouldn't call it an accent, but I wouldn't call it a dialect either. It's just like, hmm, I guess, yeah, you do, you, uh, you have a different way of speaking than other people, but is, is it, is it defined as an accent? But yeah, I, I did notice you speak differently than others. That's uh, yeah. what I definitely noticed. I was just curious. Cause like a few people, I have no idea why, but they're like, <laughs> they think I'm like either I've gotten greek before but not just accent just the way i look and the way i dress i guess people have asked me if i'm greek if i am french italian and uh and english and i don't know i like i I get english vibes (laughs) i mean like i know i sound differently but i never thought like i don't hear i don't really hear it i just like people tell me i'm mumbling and i'm like oh okay but that's pretty crazy. I think it's also my hair. I don't know if you remember me from freshman year that day we sat together. But long hair. You look yeah, like John Snow, had, kind of. I remember. I had some crazy long curly hair back in the day. It was not a great look, it, but it, it was a look to look at. Yeah, I remember you had like, you, I don't know. I thought you had like John Snowish hair. You just had like really long curly hair. That's what I remember about you. Yeah, yeah, that I did. Yeah, I just realized we're not even playing in the same GTA server. Wait, can you join me through the party? No, I am in your server, actually. I joined, and I saw you, but then I got lost. 
Really? Okay, I'm like in the middle of downtown LA right now. Where no, are I'm you? headed to right now. Okay, I'm just gonna chill here for a bit. Oh, I think I see you. Yeah, you're nearby. Yeah, you're very close by. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. This is you, Snowah. Okay, okay. I see, I see. You. Wow, that's <laughs> we were just playing like in the same server the whole time. All right, but okay. Um, my next question is since we we kind of delved into it with your accent a little bit, like what like what's your origin in a weird way? Like where are your parents from? A lot of people <laughs> don't know this either. A lot of people just think I'm white, uh, and then they hear my last name and it's Torres, and they're like, "Hold on, I'm confused. You shouldn't exist." But, Torres. Yeah. Um. So my dad is from El Salvador in Central America, tiny okay. little country. Um, but he, uh, his ancestry is uh, Spanish, and um, there's some Spanish, some Guatemalan, I think. But I don't think I'm at, at all Mexican. And then my mom's side is a lot more diverse. My mom, is, my mom is white. My mom is blonde hair, blue eyes. Her whole, her whole family is white. Um, so she is, um, that side comes from Ireland. They are Irish, but there's also some Scottish, okay. English, and, uh, and French in there. Um, I actually, School yeah, I one. submitted an uh, Ancestry DNA test a few days ago, so. Yeah, you yeah. told me, you told me. Did it come in? No, it'll be, it'll, be, it'll probably come in around winter break, so we can do a follow-up maybe then. I'll, I'll let you know, um. But I'm pretty excited to see that because I've gotten a lot of like rumors from a lot of different people in the family. Some people are like, "Oh, you're you're a little bit like Middle Eastern." Some other people are like, "Oh, you're a little bit like Norwegian or something." <laughs> yeah, so I have no, no idea. Way. Yeah, I'm just I'm really curious to see it myself. I'm gonna like see it and I'm gonna be like, "Oh, South African." Well, I wasn't expecting that, but and I'm just really curious. All right, so I've like uh. I haven't done it myself, but uh, my relatives, they've done like a 23andMe and like Ancestry.com and stuff, right. right? And one thing that kind of surprised me, but didn't really surprise me, was like that we're like somewhat British. And I was just like, oh, you know, that makes sense because they invaded yeah. India like back in the day. So I'm like, oh, yeah. So that's where it comes. Like, so. You, you, you're like mom's side of the family. You're like Irish and like Scottish and stuff. And I feel like you might have like something random in there, like one percent like Turkish no, or something. Actually, it's funny you said that because um, my dad actually told me that there he's pretty sure there's like some either Turkish or some uh, country near there. Like a single person a long time ago went into my dad's side of the family. Um, but I don't know if I'm blood related or not. He just told me there's actually, there, there's like, he said Turkish or something else. Um, so I'm not sure. You, you give me, you give me Turkish vibes. I don't know why. Um, <laughs> like there's some, there's some Turkey in you, bro. My family, they're kind of diverse. I have, uh, my aunt is Vietnamese, not blood related, but my, my Whoa. uncle married a Vietnamese woman. So I have some Vietnamese family. Okay. I have some Australian family. Because uh, my, one of my great aunts from El Salvador moved to Australia, of all places. Um, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, that's where she is. So, okay. I got some Australian cousins. Um, and then uh, I don't know anyone presently from Europe. But, yeah, I got uh, Europe, Africa, Antarctica. Those are the three, I think, I don't have covered. Yeah. Antarctica. What? I've, <laughs> I don't think I've ever heard anyone in my life be like, Hey, so where are you from? I'm like, oh, you know, Antarctica. Yeah, you gotta specify that. That's four out of seven. The three, three other continents. Wait, four. Let's see: Europe, 
Australia, North, South America. Yeah, Florida, Siberia. Can't leave Antarctica out there. Eight, no, n- wait, North, South, Antarctica, Asia, Europe, Australia, Africa. Yes. Am I missing something? I think that was it. Yeah, okay. I, I'm pretty sure I got it. All right. But yeah, wow. There, I've just never heard of people from like certain... Con- I've never met an Australian or an uh, Antarctican. <laughs> My great aunt, when she... Uh, <laughs> When she when she comes to visit, which is like once every four years or something, um, she she's from El Salvador. She was born in El Salvador. She moved when she was an adult. Um, but she thinks she speaks better English than we do because she's like, oh, Australia proper, they're proper and everything. Um, which I don't think <laughs> no, I don't think she knows that that's our characterization for England. Like like Australia, they just seem like tough yeah. and like cool and stuff. Like the cowboys of the east but um i would never go there bro <laughs> oh the spiders are what's holding the me back spiders? yeah definitely yeah um yeah. but yeah when i hear her I've seen <laughs> when i hear her speak english it's so funny because it's like some australian el salvadorian accent but sometimes when i respond in english Whoa. i lose her because like our english is just that much different and it's not even her first language but it's just really funny to talk to her I want to hear an El Salvadorian and Australian accent. What would that even sound I like? I cannot that... even replicate it, but it is definitely something to hear. It is just imagine like a Hispanic accent with those like classic Australian twists to words, kind of. But I I can't even remember. It's it's, it's a it's all it's all a blur when you hear it. So it's like hello there, mate, but it's like. Hola, well, she, yeah, well, she did say hola, yeah, that's for sure. It, bro, I, well, I can't even wrap my head around. My brain is just exploding right now. Like, if you put that into a calculator, it's just gonna say error, dude. I am, uh, I'm pretty oh bad with languages, but I love languages. Um, I, okay, so I speak English. Uh, I, um, I was raised in my grandma's house in Silver Lake, um, who is Salvadorian. So I, I grew up speaking English with my parents, but uh, Spanish to like my grandma. Um, so I have like, a, okay. I have that Spanish background. I, can, I'm, I call it street fluent. I'm street fluent in Spanish. Like if I talk to someone, I'm going to screw up every single conjugation, but they're going to know what I'm saying at least. Um, in, uh, I, I speak a little French. Um, and it, then again, I screw up, all the conjugations, all the nouns, like nouns have genders, screw everything up. But uh, street food. Um, terrible languages, though. I cannot understand people when they're talking to me. It's Oh, I so, just ran you over. No, no, that's right. Yeah, like, like earlier on, before the podcast, I don't know if you noticed, but I was like, I've been trying to practice Spanish, like, hardcore. Bro. You're pretty good at it. No way. People, okay, people have been saying that recently. I, I'm trying to get better. I'm really trying. I'm probably, probably, like, going to take, like, a Spanish class in, in college. Well, Spanish clash. <laughs> Spanish class in college. Political clash. But, like, I'm definitely, like, I'm going to, I really want to get better at Spanish, bro. Like, I feel like I'm missing out. Like, especially li- living in Los Angeles. Like, I know a bunch of, like, languages from, like, the continent of Asia, like, Hindi and Urdu and Arabic, but that just doesn't apply in L.A., you feel me? Oh, yeah, definitely. I mean, like, not only Spanish, but, like, the whole culture around, um, like, not Spain, but regarding, like, Hispanics, Mexicans, 
uh, all like Central America, South America, they have some strong culture there. Like, I mean, I know a lot of people, there's that like stereotype that white people don't have a culture. I mean, like in, in some ways they do, in some ways they don't. When I go to my, my mom's side of the family, it's like, <laughs> oh, here's some like potato stew from Ireland. It's, it's like Irish stuff like that. And it's, <laughs> it's, it's, it's subtle. Um, but you know, like go to church every Sunday in the morning. I mean, I mean, that's Hispanic too, but it's also like white culture, but like, um, I haven't, I'm kind of like new to really being like delving into Hispanic culture. Um, actually, I really, I still don't know how to dance, but I really didn't even start dancing till, uh, till, till Kayla and my girlfriend. And now I'm like, I'm trying to gain control of my hips, but you know, that white side of the family, they're just, when I dance, I'm just kind of like a solid block. Is that, is that a big part of hispanic culture Dancing. whoa whoa oh, yeah I saw trying to reconnect what's happening i have no idea i saw that though that was weird whoa 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 i'm losing you mate what's going on the podcast yeah yeah I just... wait uh-oh uh-oh whoa, I, can, I can hear you i can hear you yeah yeah I can hear you what? too. All right, we're good. I don't know what that was. That was random. Okay. No, I think that was in the game because you, you just left the party. I think we're lagging a little bit. Um, yeah, we're, we're just like – I saw like some lag on PS4 and I like looked down at the podcast and I was like, oh, yo. Okay. I oh, think yeah. we should be good now. Oh, yeah. 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 Okay. So wait, I was going to ask you like is like dancing like a big part of the culture in, in, like, in like Mexico and stuff? Yeah, because and El I mean, dancing, and like, well, actually, I can't really speak for El Salvador because my um, my grandma is she's a businesswoman, so she doesn't she doesn't screw around, she doesn't party or anything. Like that's <laughs> of the family they're they're religious. Uh, they're all teachers. Um, my grandma is a, is like a my well, my grandma is a businesswoman, so. No dancing there. It's just get to the party. They're they're really like proper. They're really critical. Like when you meet them, they don't really. They're like they're literal with you, uh, but they're really nice. But that's unorthodox in general. Hispanics, uh, Mexicans especially, like dancing. And I don't want to speak for something that like I, I'm not Mexican, but just from what I know, like dancing is a part of life. It's an expression. It's it's something like they're happy people. When you go to parties, you just you gotta dance. That's part of the part of the routine. It's it's. It's a focal part of the culture. The food, the dancing, language—it's—it's it's like it all comes together. Yeah, and honestly, it's a pretty beautiful culture, bro. I—I want to—I want to get like a little bit more involved in it. But like, dude, like that's honestly so interesting that you're like you're pretty mixed. It's like, I'm like mixed in like a Middle Eastern slash Southeast Asian way. That's pretty but, cool. Yeah. That's pretty rare, though. I mean, that I'd say that's pretty cool. There's a lot of strong Dude, culture there too. I feel like I could like end all the wars because I'm Indian, <laughs> Bengali, and Pakistani. So I'm just like, yo, what's good? I'm all of you guys. <laughs> I Definitely. know all of your languages. I mean, and I don't think this happens to you though. Um, being mixed for me isn't like always quite the advantage. I mean, one reason I d- I'm not like. Like you got those friends at Bravo, they're Hispanics. They have that culture. They can they can actually dance. They're familiar with it. I'm kind of like halfway there with them with the white side. I'm halfway there. Like I can I feel at home in white neighborhoods. I feel at home in Hispanic neighborhoods. But um, also though, like a lot of people when I talk to teachers, I get pretty annoyed sometimes because I'll be like, oh, this happens because uh, like I'll we'll be talking about like I don't know affirmative action or something, and I'll be like, oh, because I'm white, blah blah blah, and they'll be like, but you're not white, <laughs> and then I'm like, 
but I mean, you can't. But I'm also Hispanic, and then they're like, "You're Hispanic. You're not white." Like that doesn't make sense because how can I be half Hispanic and be Hispanic, be half white and not be white? So I just I go I say white sometimes, I say Hispanic sometimes. I don't really care, but um, I don't know. Some people just like they deem you one one culture, one race, one ethnicity, and they don't care. And that can be pretty annoying, but no, I'm I'm pretty happy with the mix. I got I got the language. I got the I got the language of the Hispanics. I got the skin of the whites. And there's some mix <laughs> going on there. <laughs> Dude, honestly, I feel like 30, 40 years from now, like everyone is going to be mixed. Like everyone's mixing cultures and stuff. And like, a lot of people I think, think that's a one, bad one thing. One comedian too. said this a while back. Like, everyone's going to be beige in like 100 years. <laughs> I, like I, everyone's I mean, just gonna be kind of brown. Maybe I want to say maybe, but I don't know. A lot of people think that's a bad thing. I think that's pretty cool. Like different cultures being introduced to different people. I mean, the only reason there's like different cultures is because there's been different nations. Because there's been needing to be more competition to survive. I'm hoping mm. that there can be more civility on the earth. More like people need to be exposed to more cultures. That like. I think that's absolutely necessary to be aware of like other people and other cultures. It's it's amazing, and I think it's a really cool thing, a really good thing too. I feel like the world is getting better at like accepting other cultures and stuff, but there is like a sort of like I guess racism still, but it's not like as severe back then. You know, you get me. Like there is a lot of hatred towards other races, which annoys me. But like I feel like us as a society, we are becoming more accepting of other cultures. Like, people know a lot about Islam now than they did in the past, which is super mind-blowing to me. No pun intended. But yeah, I don't know. I've just been I've just been noticing that a lot and it's it's good no, it's really good it kind of sucks that, I mean like I'm glad it's here but it kind of sucks like the way it comes about a lot of times like people have to educate other people in a religion or like a culture or like a race because there's so many negative stereotypes that just aren't accurate and it sucks that that has, that has to be the case like that's why it comes out but I mean at least it's coming out yeah you're right Hey, um, so I wanted to ask you this question, all right? So you travel quite a bit, right? Yeah, a bit. I, so I wanted to ask you, like, what's been, like, the favorite, like, what's been, like, your favorite place that you've traveled around the world? Like, I feel like your answer was Scotland, because I remember you saying something about Scotland being, like, super peaceful or something. It's Scotland is awesome because, all right, just picture this. You're in... Uh, like, yeah, there's rolling hills, rolling hills of the greenest grass you've ever seen. It's it's overcast. Personally, I'm biased. I love when the weather is overcast and it's a little cloudy, a little gloomy. Um, but when it's it's just like that, it's a little chilly outside. Then you're, like, just going on the freeway. And then, like, out of nowhere, you see huge mountains on the side of you, just covered with grass. No trees, just grass everywhere. Like, that's Scotland. It's awesome. You don't see any houses in the highlands, like the Scottish highlands. It's awesome, but like I want, I want to go back there so bad. I, I can't really say it's my favorite place because I, I mean, I'm biased like here too. But France is awesome. Like I've been to France uh, three times, um, and it's there's a lot of culture there. The food, the music, the people 
are like really nice when you get to know them. It's mm. just like I, France is. France is like that central place everybody knows about, and there's a lot to see there. And I gotta say, France is a pretty cool place to go to as well. Yeah, that's like that's like one of the top things that comes to a person's mind. Like, hey, where do you want to travel? And it's like Paris, France, or something. Oh yeah, definitely. Well, actually, hey, Paris. I think everybody needs to see the Eiffel Tower at some point. Like, a lot of people are like, oh, I don't want to travel to Paris because it's so mainstream and everything. Well, to those people, I say, well, it's mainstream for a reason. You got to go see it. But um, mm. I Paris, I can't really – okay, Paris I don't like too much just because there's so many people there. It is nice. Um, it's a nice place to go to, like, on vacation. But going to the countryside of France, that's another thing. Like, everything is slowed back. It gets dark 10 o'clock at night. Uh, the sunsets mm. are awesome on the coast, um, and it's it's just super peaceful, and the people are really nice, and it's everybody's lives are really like slow and and just calm, and it's and that's where I've went uh, the past two times, and it's uh, it's really cool. That sounds really nice, bro. Like, uh, like sunsets are like one of my favorite things to see. And, like, there's there's a lot of great p- places to see around it in Los Angeles. But, bro, like, the smog and the air quality, oh, yeah. like, they block Suck. out so much of the, yeah, like, so much of the beauty. You know where I want to travel ever... to and, like, see? Where? where so, I want to see, like, the Aurora Borealis and, like, stars. Oh, like, I like want stars to... without air, like, the, the, the smog and air quality. I just want to see it, like, straight up. Yeah, there are, like, I want to do that, too. I've already, like, I've thought about that so much where there are two, one of two places I want to go to see it first. I either want to go to the very north, the tip of Scotland, which, uh, um, <laughs> coincidentally, Miss Alva told me that she's been to, like, eight times. I think she's been to Scotland. No, no, she hasn't been to Scotland eight times, but she did tell me she went to see the Aurora Borealis in Scotland. So Ooh. that's why I want to see it there. But um, I also, going to, like, uh, you went to Norway. I want to see it in Norway, like, or Finland. It's those places seem so like kind of mystical to me, and I just I don't know, yeah, yeah. Like I think I think uh, this is completely random, but I think like a bunch of Thor is filmed in Norway and stuff. Oh wow! Like the <laughs> yeah, all like those there. mystical locations and stuff. Yeah, I think I'm pretty sure that they film it in Thor. But yeah, I don't know. Those places do look really really beautiful and peaceful. That's and pretty serene. cool. Yeah, going I, to those would... places that yeah that don't get a lot of attention like. Yeah, that'd be awesome. Yeah, they're so serene, man. It's like it's absolutely insane. I the most like one of the most beautiful places I've ever been to is actually Turkey, bro. Like you've been, why haven't you been to Turkey? It's crazy. Yeah, I, I've been to Turkey. I I recently like I, I I remember like our camera got damaged a while back, but we still had like the SD card with all the pictures in it. And we recently just found it, and I was looking at the pictures of Turkey, and then, like a bunch of memories started flooding me, and I was like, "Bro, it was actually so beautiful." Like they had like a bunch of mosques, and like, and like I don't know, like they had, like just the, like the quality of life there. Like everyone seemed so peaceful and friendly to each other. It was actually insane, man. Yeah, I always see pictures of uh, this. I don't know what it is, but whenever I think of Turkey, I think of um, like you know hot air balloons because I, I I don't know if it's like some yearly thing or but I know there's like some day or something 
where there's just a ton of hot air balloons in the air in, in Turkey. I have no idea what it is, but I always see pictures of that. Really? Yeah. I, I think yeah. it was it was like a Windows background or something of mine a while back. Of like yeah, this. I think that's what it is, but I don't, it just I have no idea what, like what the point of it is. It just it looks really pretty. Yeah, I think but, about, yeah the Turkey hot air balloon day it sounds familiar. <laughs> Yeah, and pretty, like, I mean, since we're talking about Turkey, um, I think about two weeks ago, uh, I don't want to put this on a sad note, it's actually pretty happy, but the uh, the U.S. government uh, is officially going to recognize the Armenian Genocide, like, now, they haven't before, but now they're going to recognize that the Armenian Genocide happened, which is pretty cool. There are a lot I'm... of Armenians in, in uh, well, in, like, this area, specifically in L.A. and, like, Glendale, um, which, so it's pretty cool that they're finally going to recognize it. Yeah, that's pretty awesome. You know, a lot of people think I'm Armenian. Really? That's pretty funny. You know, yeah, I mean, okay, it, so... it's it's not really because of my looks, but it's the name Armand. Okay, my, a I lot of friend... people just think I'm Armenian. I actually I have another friend named Armand. He's Armenian, but people, you know, people have told him that he's Indian, that he's Mexican, um, and that, like, he's just Middle Eastern in, in some way. He, he, like, gets that a few times. I don't know how, but... <laughs> it's pretty funny. So you got you got Arman who's Pakistani and he's mistaken for Armenian, and then I got the Armenian Arman who is mistaken for everything but Armenian. Bro, for real, I, I don't like. It, it's it's getting really hard nowadays to like pinpoint where someone like is from. Like I don't know. It, it used to be way easier back then, but it's just so much harder now. We're just That's mixing. True, yeah. dude. And all the last, there's so many like last, like when somebody tells me their last name and it like sounds like it should belong to one like physical trait or something, and they they look completely opposite. I'm just I'm thrown off. You know, if I, uh, like those really 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 common names like John Smith or like I don't know like. That's the first thing that came to my mind because I feel like that's one of the like the most common names in the U.S. I think it's the and, most like, common one name mind ever. Blo- ever, John I Smith. I think so. I think it's the yeah. Most I feel like ever. first, first and last name. Yeah, probably. I I know a lot, but I don't know any Smiths. Oh, Mister Smith. You got Mister Smith. Oh, Mister Smith. Okay, that's one. That's but like what? for for having like the most <laughs> popular first and last name ever. I don't know. I no, I think that Wait, combo uh, I is the most you, popular. Like, combo. You know what the most common? You know what like the most common first name is? Was it? You told me it was Muhammad, right? It's, uh, it's Muhammad. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. I told you, Muhammad, dude. Like that blew my mind. But then I realized I I know like fourteen Muhammads. <laughs> That's crazy. Yeah. Alright, so uh, this one question that I wanted to ask you, bro, is, like, what colleges are you planning to go to, man? I, uh, so I got three tiers. I got the, um, the top three that I really want to get into. So, my, like, dream school that is kind of unreal, like, I guess really unrealistic, but, you know, I'd love to go is, uh, UPenn, University of Pennsylvania, uh, the Wharton School Elon of Business. Musk. Yeah, Elon Musk went there, Warren Buffett. Um, yeah. I think uh, like John Legend went there too, but I mean, he Whoa. didn't like become a billionaire or anything. But um, that school, Wharton School of Business, great school. 
it's like four percent acceptance rate. Probably not gonna happen. But uh, next, uh, you got USC. That's the like kind of realistic, but still like stretch. Um, them to get into their business school, and then I got the realistic, and I'd be comfy with is uh, San Luis Obispo, Cal Cal Poly, San Luis Obispo. That's mm. pretty fun. I'm I'm also trying to go to Cal Poly, but uh, the one in Pomona. Oh, Pomona, yeah, that's a good one too. For CS and engineering and stuff. Oh wow, that's pretty cool. I would have taken you to be like a like a marketing type guy, marketing and entertainment. A lot of people think that too. A lot of people see me in like the entertainment industry, but I feel like the most famous people they don't really go to college for that stuff. You feel me? That's true. Yeah, but you also got to remember, like, it all depends on, like, what you do. But I guess stuff like that, I, stuff like business, too. A lot of people are going to be like, you don't need to go to school for business. It's not that I, like, it, it's the degree you get, unless you're going into something tangible like engineering or like medical sciences, yeah, then it's really important. Um, you just got to think about where you want to be. Because for me, I just thought about where I want to be in, like, maybe I'll say 15 years. And then I built my life around that. I want to be traveling around the world i want to be i want that to be my job i don't want it to be something i have to wait a whole year to do to do once a year uh to explore Mm. culture so i want to go into international real estate so just a degree in that wouldn't 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 hurt and if everything goes wrong at least i have a degree i can get a job with yeah engineering that's a pretty solid way to go yeah i just i feel like it's it's become like a wide spectrum now and there's like a bunch of things you could do in it and I just want to do it, like, in a way I would benefit the world, you know? Like, oh, definitely. I'm, I'm, like, thinking, awesome. I'm thinking more of, like, the lines of, like, renewable energy and, like, um, you know, cutting cutting the carbon footprint of our world and stuff. That's that's what I'm thinking, envisioning in my head. And I, I would really love to be a part of that. You know, for everyone that doesn't know, Syed is he, – he's, he's an environmental homie over here. He, like, <laughs> one day I had, like, some – it was, I had a drink left over, and uh, I, I just couldn't take any more. I was filled to the brim. I don't think he wanted it either, but he didn't want to waste it. He drank it. Like, Saeed's a homie. He really helps out. I, the environment is awesome, though. Like, I respect it. A lot of people just don't care. They don't give, like, littering a second thought. And it kind of, kind of makes me really mad when I see that. Um, but like, yeah. to people that actually care about the environment and go out of their way to, to help it out, I mean, that's it's pretty cool. You know what's funny? You just reminded me like a few a few weeks ago. I was with my friend, and they they couldn't finish their fries, and I was like really really full. So they were gonna throw it out, and I was like, dude, that sounds like the worst idea ever. So I was like, I'm I can't eat it because it's I'm like I'm just way too full, and I feel like I'm gonna explode. So like I just found like a homeless person, and I just gave them the bag of fries, and I was like. Like instead of throwing it away, you could like completely benefit someone else. You know, that's true. Yeah. Like that's awesome. we we waste a lot, and we need way more optimization and like reusing and recycling of things. Oh yeah, yeah for sure. That's a lot of people cool, are yeah. getting better at it though. Yeah, well, I think a it's just like the younger generations that are coming around. Like the older generations, I they didn't grow up with Earth so like trashed. So I I don't think they understand how much of a problem it is. But like I have, I have a lot of hopes for like this generation for the younger people growing up. Yeah, a lot of people are very much aware of the issues in the world, and I feel like if we educate ourselves and just work hard, we can like 
iron out a bunch of issues. Oh yeah, definitely. That's I'm really excited for the future on that point. Yep. It's gonna be it's gonna be really interesting. There's a lot of innovation and stuff and uh even just like um content creators like Mr. Beast, a really, really nice guy. I, I know I know you know I love him. Oh yeah, but, yeah uh, definitely. That's that's the homie right there, Mr. Beast. He's only he's only like twenty years old and he's just He's making a huge impact in the world, and I just, I just respect that, man. Oh, I did not know he was twenty. Yeah, that's pretty. Cool. I know a lot of people think he's older, but he's super, super young, dude. You know, there's the flip side of that, though. Like, you know, what annoys me so much are those like YouTubers that, like, I don't know, twelve, sixteen years old, and they're they're making like millions, and <laughs> their like content is just like a drain on humanity. It's like, I don't know, makeup or like. I don't know, just, just yeah, dude, crazy. Like, I mean, like, I understand. Really dumb stuff. Yeah, I understand that people can like value make it. Like, if, if you value it, if that's what you want to make your life around. Like, I'm not gonna judge you. Like, that's awesome. You found your passion. But people that, like, that just, I, I don't know how to describe it. People that just think that they achieve the pinnacle of success without giving back anything, or that are just just stuck up and conceited. Those are the people I just can't stand. And honestly, dude. and I know like. A lot of people, they get those vibes from me, like, oh, I'm conceited. And I guess I can be at times, but um, just people that, like, their lives do not give at all. I, I just, I don't see the point to that. I think that's why I like Mr. B so much. Because, like, all the wealth he uh, accumulates, he just literally gives all of it away. Like, literally all of it. Like, all the money he makes, he, he practically gives away to his friends and like random people in need and just back to the world and his community. He's, he's a really good person. A lot of people like see him as like immature and like, uh, you know, cringe at, at times, but I, I don't really see him that way. I think he's a really chill person. Yeah. I think that's also just the younger generation coming up. People are starting to realize more and more that like money does not necessarily equal ha- happiness and you got to mold nope. your life around what you want, not like, just what you want to achieve, do that. Just don't going into things with that mindset where you you're doing stuff for other people and you, all you want to do is go home and make sure that you're doing the minimum. It, it's just that that mindset's getting old. Yeah, because like a lot of celebrities who make a bunch of money and stuff, and like a lot of people at the top actually aren't aren't like happy. You know, they they want to do something to give back to the world and just make them make them feel more content with themselves. You get me? Like, I, oh, I yeah. like that. Yeah, for sure. That's uh, pretty cool. The mindset is completely changing. Wait, uh, bro, I just realized. We were at, like, the second... You were talking about, like, the second tier, right? We were still at the private school part. Oh, or, no, no, oh no, yeah. We, we, no, we reached the Cal State part. No, those were the top three. That was, like, my top three ever. It's UPenn, USC, then Cal Poly. But I am. I'm applying to... Um, to UCLA and UC Berkeley, which, I mean, those would be awesome to get into. They're, they're on the same, like... Those are the top ones. The, the, I mean, those are, like, the hardest ones to get into. The, the ones, like, where I feel comfortable getting into, mostly UPenn, USC, and Cal Poly, San Luis Obispo. But I'm also applying to uh, UC Berkeley, UCLA, which are stretches. Uh, the ones that I'm more likely to get into are probably, like, UC Irvine. I'm applying to uh, Loyola, um... Cal State mm. Northridge, Cal State Fullerton, Cal State Long Beach. Um, trying to apply to as many as possible. You know, it doesn't hurt. Just as long as you're not lazy and you're applying, then you have nothing to regret. So that's trying to 
better to like have wasted well not better to have like tried than to look back and be like oh I could have tried a little harder so trying to play to yeah you're right you're right I think I just I need to step on my private game a little bit up oh yeah a lot of people are scared like privates are expensive and stuff and there's so much okay do you have a higher chance of getting a scholarship at a private than you do at the public school um but yeah there's so much room in privates like just for people to consider it, that's pretty cool. Yeah. And, uh, uh, like, I'm, I'm probably going to add another tier on that list that I'm actually heavily considering is community college. I'm going to add a few on that list just to see what happens. I mean, you, you pretty much just need a heartbeat to get into community college. <laughs> but, like, uh, I'm, I'm really, like, he- heavily considering it because just, like, how how much money you save and, like, how, like, the the transition is easier and stuff, you know? Yeah, you know, community college is not a bad idea at all. Like, a lot of people just are afraid of, like, connotations of it. But, com- okay, community college is college. It's going to be the same, like, level as a regular college. I mean, you won't get the experience. It might not be the same difficulty. But when you look at your grades, your grades in that college are going to virtually be equal to the grade, the first the grades of the first two years of someone going somewhere else. So, like, you have yep. high transfer rates in community college. If you want to go there, go there, and you have – it'll be so much easier for you to get into, like, a top-notch school than it would be for you to get into that school applying right out of high school. Um, all you're doing is sacrificing, like, two years of the experience, but, like, you can do that in the community college, and it's, it's something that people should consider if it's, if it's something that would be convenient for them. You, you know something I saw on Reddit, like, a few days ago? Okay. Was that a lot of the costs – uh, in college is that most students they can't make their own like food and like recently i've been trying to get better at cooking oh dude, <laughs> i love cooking i'm not good at good at it but i love is just like putting something like putting something together putting it in the oven for like 30 minutes taking it out and it's like something totally different and you just look at what you've made and my like success rate with cooking is probably like 50 percent but it's, it's just fun yeah i, I mean yeah, cooking is fun, and, like, I just want to be at that point where, like, if I don't, like, have any money on, on me or something, I, I could just produce something edible that, like, that fills me up for a day or two, you know? Oh, definitely, and, yeah. I've, I agree. Or I could just take, like, the normal college kid route and just do, like, instant ramen and, like, maruchan and stuff. Oof, you which is, like, 99 cents. I've had, yeah, I've had my, like, I don't know, I can't, if I'm on anything for more than three days, I get sick of it, and I like, don't want to eat it for another few months, so that that wouldn't work for me. I need new stuff. Um, the yeah, that, exception is, like, yeah I, I wasn't cereal. thinking that as, like, a long-term solution. I was, like, like, a day where you just can't get any food, that would be, like, the go-to. Oh, yeah, yeah, I have those days. Like, on those days, you know, for me, if I have Ritz crackers, I'm good. Like, on those emergency days, just I can I can subsist on Ritz crackers. That's all I need. Ritz crackers? Yeah, I have, I have those weekends Ritz where I just cannot stop eating. Dude, they're great. I love them. It's just, like, the thing about Ritz crackers is, like, you can never have one, bro. I know, that's like, true. Like, you, you, just, you just have to have more. Well, I think you go into it, like, I think people know that, like, I kind of, I know that I'm going to want more than one, and I'm just going to do that so I can, I can let myself slide into that. Like, that's me. Like, I know that I can't just have one. So when I go into one, I'm like, 
I'm I'm accepting that I'm gonna eat like twenty of them, and I don't care. Hey, you want to know something weird? What's like, it? I feel like I'm like one of the only people that notices this. All right, so when I ask like another, like if you had like a bag of chips, right, mm-hmm. and I like I ask for one or whatever, and it would taste really good, like it would be really good. But then when I would get that like same exact bag for myself, it just doesn't taste as good, bro. Like, do you have that? I feel I, like that's just me. It's just like a weird thing. Like other people's food tastes way better than yours. I yeah, that I have this that not with like chips or anything, but like when I go to a restaurant and I'm like, oh, usually I'll get like steak or a burger, but then like I don't know, somebody else will get something like really exotic, like I don't know, some like eggplant soup or something. Then I want to try it. It's like, oh, that's awesome. But if I ever go crazy and get it myself, I just I, it's it's like gross. I think, yeah, you're right, because, like, we all have, like, our comfort foods and stuff, like, something we're just comfortable with. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, I, I really want to, like, branch out my taste buds, bro. <laughs> I, I try re- to, but I have those, like, no-no. I have that list of no-nos, like, tomato, never going to happen. Pickles, not a chance. Asparagus, probably not. But, like, I, I can't stand <laughs> those. Yeah. Dude, I want to see you. I want to see you try like Indian or Pakistani food, but I want to see your face. I don't like, think I've ever tried it. That'd be pretty. good. A lot of a lot of Hispanics think that they eat the spicy food, and I think they're wrong, bro. I I think they're very wrong. I I well, like bring it on. Like I'm pretty excited. I I eat. I love spicy stuff. I make. I I think I like above the quota of Hispanics because I'll go to like. I don't know, my uncle's house or my friend's houses. And I'm like, this isn't spicy. I just, I need a ton of spice. Yeah? All right, you know what? Next semester or whenever we have a chance, we're going to go into a curry house, bro. <laughs> All right, well, we can do that. I mean, curry scares me because I know that's like, it, that's another level of spice. Ye- but, you know, I'll it try is, it. Yeah. bro. I want to I wanna see it. At this point, like, I can 100% tolerate it. But I want to see, I love seeing other people's faces when they're like, oh, you know, it's just curry. I'm like, yeah try it homie Oof, all right. it's like and like you actually have to like finish your whole plate bro i want to <laughs> i want to see this dog i all right yeah I'll, I'll do that super 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 long term uh you'll you'll have it at my wedding oh definitely yeah or you know what probably not because i'm probably just gonna get arranged in like two years <laughs> i'm playing <laughs> oh, <God>. bro <laughs> i'm playing bro but <laughs> it's happened to a lot of my friends so i don't know that's uh, there's there's like a weird marriage culture actually in like yeah for desi people i don't want to say that sucks because i mean that's destructing culture just for me like i i think freedom is a, is a pivotal part of life oh yeah definitely bro i want to live out my 20s oh, yeah. <laughs> like alone and like be independent and like save my own money get my own house get my own car yeah, that's part of it. Sounds like the life, bro. Sounds like the life. And then I don't want to get a partner, like, for a while. Like, like I guess, 30s, I guess? What is that? Does that sound weird? Like, what, when would you get married, like, age-wise? Age-wise? I don't know, because I haven't really thought about age. I've just thought about, like, what I want to accomplish before marriage. And, like, I, I feel like marriage isn't going to slow me down or, like, mm. my partner down at all it's just it's gonna be something symbolic if anything it's gonna like push us further but um i'd like to uh like i want to get tra- i want to get comfortable in adult life um and then get married I-, I don't know when that'd be 
I don't I don't want to put like an age on it because I honestly have no idea. But getting like traveling a little bit and like getting familiar with how it is to be independent and then getting married. Well, like, yeah, I agree with that. I I definitely because I feel like. I have been in, like, California way too long. Like, yeah, I've visited, like, Asia a couple of times, but I'll, I really want to see the world more. Oh, yeah. Because, <laughs> like, even, like, some places in the U.S. are just, like, completely different vibes. Like, like Texas is completely different from California, and, like, New York is completely different from California. And it's just, like, I don't know. It's so weird. I, I've never been, like, anywhere in the Midwest, bro. And, like, it's kind of random, but I think I want to go. Oh, yeah. Like I want to go to New Orleans. Or, or New Orleans. New, New Orleans? Orleans? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I really want to go. That sounds dope. Yeah. It'd be awesome. Uh, where would I not want to go? I guess, like, Alabama. <laughs> Because colored people are hated there. You know, I but have like, a friend hmm. that's, uh, well, he's white. He has a, he, he's a redhead. But he went to, um, I think it was Missouri, because he has family in Missouri. He can't attest to racism or anything uh, because he is light-skinned. But he did say that in, um, in those uh, <laughs> states, there's a very strong, like, there's a very strong culture in that, like, any disrespect to women, they they cannot stand. Like, if you say anything, like, bad to a woman, a bad woman, they will they'll go off on you. So, like, the culture in those states is pretty strong. Well, that's that's a pretty good culture. You should never, ever disrespect women, bro. Oh, yeah. Yeah, like, that's just a no-no, man. Like, there are our mothers, dude. Oh, yeah, sure. Yeah. Whoa. I just looked down on my phone again. Wow. We were at 69. Oh, God. Whoa. All right. <laughs> we're at 69 minutes. All right. Wow. We've been doing this podcast for like an hour and 10 minutes. And then we had like a little free podcast, like PSN catch up thing. Oh, yeah. Wow. <laughs> All right. Do you want to like close off on the podcast and stuff? Like, do you want to like closing statements? It was. I I actually wouldn't know how to do that. Lead me. What do I gotta say? Just you know, plug your stuff, uh, like what you're gonna do next in life and stuff, and just how like how I took your. Did I take your podcast, Virginity? Uh, yeah, you I did. Feel, yeah, you did. <laughs> really? I feel like you've been in like podcasts before, but okay, I took Noah's podcast, Virginity. All right. All right, so, uh, yeah, I got, let's see, we'll start with Politiclash. You want to talk about politics with me? It's pretty fun. Get educated on it. Uh, Mr. Fritch's class, Thursdays. I got, you know, I do have a single video on YouTube where I talk about some philosophy of values. I think my name is Noah Torres. Whoa. There are many Noah Torreses. You will have to look for the guy in the pink shirt. That's me. And then, um, you know, give, give uh, Zardo a follow if you haven't already. All right. Well, thank you for those kind words, man. Um, after this, I'm going to add like our, our little blooper podcast we had at Starbucks because I still have the footage from that. Oh, well, all right. And you, you were just like, you're just talking about Kayla and like you were like complete. Like, I saw the look in your eyes and you were like completely like in love. Bro. <laughs> and uh, yeah, so thank you guys for like listening to the Courtesy Flush. Like Noah has been a really chill guy to me like all four years of high school. I have nothing bad to say about him except probably our uh, our debate we had. 
<laughs> but no, no hard feelings. <laughs> I love I love Noah, bro. That's the homie right there. Uh, and like, thank you guys for listening to this podcast. Make sure to check out Noah's Politiclash Club and Mr. Fritch's class during lunch on Thursdays, except not the first Thursday of the month. Correct. Right? Correct. 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 All right. And I'm going to link uh, teamtrees.org down below uh, on the description. So if you guys uh, want to donate $1, it plants one tree. All right. Thank you guys for listening. And I uh, hope you guys have a great day. Peace. Yay. I was going to ask her out. And then what I did was uh, we tried to win a stuffed animal. Oh, okay. But we couldn't. So after she left, I went all the way back and won it. Oh. Yeah. And I was going to use that to ask her out because a few days after that, we were going to come back for senior portraits. But that day, or that night, she texted me and she was like, um, my, she said, like, my mom was saying that uh, she thinks you have a crush on me, so I was wondering, do you have a crush on me? So, like, she used her mom as a cover. But that was fake? No, no, like, her mom did say that. But, um, yeah, so she used that to ask me directly. And then I was like, well, can I tell you on Friday or whatever the day was I was going to see your uh, brother? And she said, yeah. But I told her that, like, it, I was like, I think you'll be happy with the answer. So I kind of already told her that. Then when I saw her, I waited to say the words, though, until I saw her brother. And then we were in that stage for a few months. And then I asked her to my girlfriend. And, uh, that? That's actually a cute story, bro. Like, winning a fucking stuffed animal for her. <laughs> I really gave it to her, like, on her birthday this yeah, October 2nd. Uh, wow! Yeah, because her parents didn't know about me until like two months ago, so uh, if she brought her stuffed animal, they'd be like, yeah, who's this? So you guys are pretty new, right? Yeah, like, uh, our two months was on Saturday as boyfriend and girlfriend. We knew each other before that. Mm. Yeah, because I never really saw you guys like before. And so this, okay, wow. So it's like senior portraits. So this happened over summer? Yeah, yeah, it did. Oh, you're a then, baller. But I didn't even get to see her that much because I left to France and then... That's a no By answer. the time I came back, she had left Thailand. Yeah. So I didn't see her until like a week before school started. Okay. I recorded.